0: it's time to feel the rage welcome to film rage where we talk movies current releases coming attractions streaming and classic films as well directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage my name is bryce and i'm part of the film rage crew which also includes jim hey hey hello jim and near Far Wherever Wherever you are, are, he believes believes that that the heart heart does go on. on. It's Murray. Please don't sing. So with the introductions out of the way, let's raise on. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of singing
1: today, people. It's been so long since I've talked to you all. I miss you all. This week on the podcast, we talk about three films we saw in cinemas. That's a lot of films. I know. Did we see them all in one night? We did see them. It was a try. You guys
2: are crazy. We
1: are motherfucking cray cray. We did some streaming. Lots of streaming. Open Rage, Merman Minute, The List, Rage or Dare. Then we sign off. Get some needle and thread and start crafting our Halloween costumes for the big Halloween movie of this week.
2: Wow, you sounded like a ghost. Scary stuff, kids.
1: I'm scary. Speaking of scary, we have what's today? Wednesday?
0: It's the first day of the rest of your life. Jim. It is the first so day of the rest count. of my
1: life. So today's Wednesday, the something of October. 28th. Thank you. We have two more days of all the horror people. So get on. You're going to get to hear two doses of film rage Isn't this it, week.
0: In three more days, and then 31st, the end of today's it? Today's Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, maybe. So there's three more days.
1: Three more days. Thanks for doing math with calendars and stuff. Yeah, it's so crazy. we are going to be on best little horror house in Philly with our man George, who you were all lucky enough to hear last week. And thanks for the listeners. We had a a banner day. We had huge numbers. So thanks, people, for listening to our buddy George and us. So all the horror eighteen on Twitter and Instagram. Also support scares that care.org buy some motherfucking merch because this charity is amazing And all the proceeds go to it yes and all the horror has some really super super cool horror stuff i love this part of the music
2: we never get to this part. Of this. <laughs> yeah, we never get
1: this long. I'm talking too much. I'm talking like a motherfucker. Also, check out allthehorror18.wixite.com forward slash event and see all these amazing podcasts. We're on like, it seems like 20 episodes this week. Like, we did so many spots. Yeah. You'll get so much rage this week, people. Go and listen to everything on All the Horror. Yep. It's been such a fun, horror filled week. I can't wait. And I got a quick commercial from our buddies at I Hate Your Taste in Movies. I love these ladies. They are probably the coolest, well, at least some of the coolest people we know. So check this little nugget out. Welcome to I Hate Your Taste in Movies. I'm Jackie, and I love action movies, but I really hate horror movies. I'm Jen, I love horror movies, but I just can't stand musicals. And I'm Austin, I love all things musical, but I absolutely hate action movies. Join us each week as we share our all-time favorite movies with our friends, who will just rip them apart. You can listen to us, I Hate Your Taste in Movies, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at I Hate Your Taste and on Instagram at HateYourTastePod. Join us as we put our friendship to the test every week and learn surprising things about each other.
0: Like how Austin saw the movie Pitch Perfect in theaters 12 times. Which
1: is perfectly acceptable. Or how Jackie played with oil cans as a child. Normal childhood behavior. Or how watching a zombie movie makes Jen want to eat chicken wings.
2: There is absolutely nothing wrong with that.
1: We release new episodes every Tuesday. And for the record, I hate your taste
2: in movies. I fucking love these That's ladies. Awesome. I want to marry all of them. I know, right? Jen. Okay.
1: I'm just going to say, Jen, you and I have the same taste in movies, by the way. And uh, we may just have, I mean, what doesn't go better with rage than hate? That's true. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. These guys are awesome. Check out their podcast. It's fucking awesome. All right.
0: What did we see in theaters? We saw The Empty Man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. Tell me more. The Empty Man is a story of an ex-cop who becomes involved in the investigation of a missing girl who seems to be involved in a secret group that is trying to summon a supernatural ooh. entity. Is it? <laughs> Sounds terrible. Everybody Does get that? it? This is another movie that was put on the shelf. And the only reason it got a theatrical release is because of the current pandemic we're in. It has been lying dormant since its completion almost three years ago. What? But unlike The War with Grandpa, which would also fall under this same category of movies that never would have been released if it wasn't for the pandemic, this was actually good.
1: War with Grandpa was good. Whatever you, man.
0: This was a unique story that was more intelligent than the trailer made it seem. This was a sharp supernatural thriller that was well acted, very well shot. The opening sequence, which must have been over 20 minutes long, was very creepy. Mm-hmm. It was it, 20 minutes long. It was a tremendous setup and set the tone for the rest of the movie. There was a pace to this that worked well as its over two hour runtime went by without even thought of the length of the film you were yeah. watching. And we also had a Steven Root sighting. I mean, he popped up in what? His, that is always a welcome sight. Very brief. Hell yeah. So I'm surprised that I enjoyed this as much as I did. I think it was Mondo. What? I'm surprised, but style, sound,
1: music, mystic whispers.
0: Those mystic whispers were awesome.
1: Atmosphere, eeriness. I love the stylistic shots and the motherfucking creepy whispers. I just want to do the whisper. Can we whisper a bit? (laughs) Had a a whole Candyman kind of ring slash Mothman story feel nothing unique really and original to what you think is happening. And it seems like our hero, has free reign to pretty much go everywhere and do everything or anything he wants without really anybody caring. Like, that's... As you're watching yeah. the movie, you're kind of like, okay, I'm just traveling through the world. I'm fine with doing it. Doing whatever I'm doing. Which, for most of the movie, kind of annoyed me. But as the story unfolds, I found myself liking this film more and more. The intrigue to the story and what was unfolding had surprises and great scores to keep you going. This film was over two hours, as Bryce had said. And before, and it was just like before we went to see it, we talked about it. We're both like, heck, like, what are they gonna put? Play- how is this movie gonna
0: be over two hours? And how are we gonna get through it? And how are so we, we gonna just watch two movies? Yeah. This is like third. I
1: know. <laughs> Not once in the whole movie did I think the story dragged at all. In fact, when the movie ended and it was like two hours and 15 minutes, I was like, this felt like half an hour. Yeah it was good some questions though
0: i want to pose there are definitely some i want to pose some questions go ahead
1: who is the random kid who tells him about the cabin in the woods like That's, it's just kind of like doesn't matter yep yeah. okay <laughs> how old was our hero doesn't was matter. he three days old or was he like 40 something
0: uh let's go with three days
1: okay i kind of like three days felt a little like Angel Heart as it was progressing. I'm not sure if you got a, the
0: vibe of Angel there Heart. Was, uh, there wasn't it was little a little bit of Angel Heart. And it wasn't it. I didn't get that vibe, but now that you're saying yeah, it, you're right? Like, all right. I, I was like, okay, hey, what is this
1: reminding me of? Yeah. It was totally uh, as it progressed. I loved Angel Heart. Yeah, way. so did I. Uh, I. I felt as it progressed, it felt more like Angel Heart and less like the previous comparisons that I had because at the beginning, it was kind of like, oh fuck, this is going to be another you know, um, Candyman, where they say his name three times, and then they stick the bottle, God knows where, in their mouth, their ears,
0: their ass, wherever yeah, they stick the, it, or the Boogeyman. The, or yeah, it was just kind of like yeah. this is
1: this is like every other teen kind of everybody dies movie.
0: But it was. But
1: it wasn't. Not my favorite line, but the line from this movie yes. is, I grew up in San Francisco. <laughs>
0: he says it he so says much. It, a lot. it was kind
1: of part of the mystery. <laughs> it was awesome. Gets a creepy, suspenseful, unique, but similar to other horror films Mondo
0: it was so good it i love so unique it. I, loved I, it. I loved it there was parts about it that i there's there's so much that wasn't unique but the the, the big sum of everything that it yes. was was super unique
1: yeah it was it was kind of like i don't know what this was the spec so so obviously both you and i liked it but there's someone here that maybe did not like it as much as us what does merman think
2: because you saw this one as usual i could not disagree more <laughs> <with the tribute. laughs>
1: I, oh, I love so it gay. i love it when you preface that though because usually when you say that before you get into your rant yeah is you'll go i can't disagree with you more and then you literally repeat everything we said that we liked about it that yeah, you liked and then you put th- one thing that you disagree gonna
2: happen this time okay let's hear it uh i had a choice between this one and the liam neeson movie but i heard that one was terrible it was
1: really terrible and
2: oh. i think i picked the wrong movie once again, we have a movie that <laughs> that blurs the lines between reality and whatever the hell else. Yes. Which means I was just confused as hell. <laughs> the whole freaking movie. So I didn't know what was real, what wasn't. And yeah, the whole three days and 48 years old thing. They should have just chopped it off before they got to the three days old thing. No! I, the ending was stupid. <laughs> Let me just start by saying, I my little mini rage here. I love it. Is that my local... Cineplex. Cineplex. Say it, man. Spit the word. It's, um, it's a swear word for me. Their, their customer service has gone down the crapper. I understand the pandemic, and actually, I'm lucky that they're actually o- even open, but they changed their hours again, didn't advertise it anywhere. I showed up half hour before the movie. It was locked out. I had to wait to get in. Then I got my ticket, and my gift cards wouldn't work. I had to actually pay oh, for the movie. Cineplex. Uh, and I got to my theater, and yeah, there was nothing. There was no trailers, no music, nothing. Sounds good Just so an far. Empty screen. I was the only person there. And three minutes after the movie was supposed to actually start, I'm still staring at a blank, blank screen. screen. <laughs> I had to go find somebody to actually start the goddamn movie. Hey, can someone start the movie, please? If I knew where the booth was, I would have done it myself because I actually have experience with that. Yes, he does. And then when I got back to the movie, um, yeah, it was freezing in there because they... I don't know. Turn the heat off or something. I don't know what the hell the deal was. It was one person. Yeah, and this movie was two and a half hours long. And the first twenty minutes, I swear to God, I thought I was in the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> I checked my phone like four times. <laughs> I'm like, who are these four idiots on the top of a mountain? I love the yeah, opening sequence because I was reading the synopsis it has nothing t- has nothing to do with with the synopsis of the movie. <laughs> like these four morons who went to the mountain, which is the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, going to the freaking Himalayan mountains in wintertime. Sounds you know, a fun. a cabin with like no, no heater or anything. It's not a cabin in the woods. It's cabins in the mountain. Whatever. It was stupid of them anyway. They all deserve to die. But yeah, the first 20 minutes, I thought it was in the wrong movie. Harsh. I was looking at it like, is this the right movie? It's like, I'm looking at the synopsis. Oh, it it's was like the right movie. It's talking about right a cop movie. searching for stuff like, where the hell is the cop? I had no oh. idea. I still had no idea what the hell those four people had to do with anything. I had no idea. No clue. For twenty minutes I would, So that's the first minutes, just, twenty. What about the last two hours? Well then I instantly recognized lead actor, which I was surprised because I don't know him by name. Um you may know him from Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. He was one of those Peripherals? Yeah, those guys who were who were on fire all the time. Mm-hmm. Who who fought Iron Man before he was Iron Man. And, but he i know him from like seven seasons of 24 there you go so i recognized him and then that Stephen, usually
1: gets you to a mondo
2: and like you said steven root what's 24 well, like,
1: exactly
0: a,
2: exactly. Steve, exactly the so, yeah. best shows ever on tv that's all but whatever exactly but yeah um if it was just straight it, like when, it, when they first started off with like you know, all the kids and they with the bottle and then three days later they end up Killing themselves or whatever. I was okay with that stuff. That stuff I was totally on board with all that.
1: But like, then it got all fucked then, up. Then all this
2: stupid,
1: delicious, cult, this stupid cult.
2: cult. It's like what the hell? Cults are cool. And they're talking about like making a person because of like, like just by thinking about it. And like what the hell?
1: They thought a lot about it.
2: It was just oh yeah. And I it's last so half so hour cool. I was ready to leave. But I, did you leave? No, it was a toss up between having to go to the bathroom and just <laughs> walking out. So I decided to stay because I was by myself in the theater. Nobody else around. Were you scared? No, Oh, okay. not once. It was stupid. So is this a you know rage what? for you? Uh, I would say yes. It was a rage for uh, me. Wow, I hated it. You and did? I, I think I've been happy going to the Liam, Liam Neeson movie. This
1: no, well, like, did you no, hear I what abso- we say about the Liam Neeson? I absolutely would have. Okay, well, you're probably I, right. I like ABC. You're probably, a, B, probably
0: right.
2: <laughs> good true. guy, bad guy, fighting evil, stunts. That's my kind of movie. That's Liam Neeson's movie. There you go. like blurring, Let's change blurring. direction. Let's and talk about Liam Neeson moves. Anyway, okay, you do it. Anyway, okay. yeah, no, I hated it. It was a rage. I hated there it. There we go.
1: Perfect. Why don't you talk about Liam Neeson's movie, Bryce? We're going to talk about Liam Neeson. Wow,
0: you're. It's a me good segue. All all it's a right. segue. Well, let's get right into it then. A thief wants to put his past behind him and start to lead an honest life. That, thi- that thief is played by senior citizen Liam Neeson. Love it already. Just stop, Liam. Just because they offer you the role does not mean you have to take it. This was a poorly written and poorly planned out abomination. The dialogue was laughable with people saying stuff like, Prove it, Tom. Prove that you did not kill that man. At which point I could not help but chuckle out loud, which may have annoyed some of the audience around me. It had things in it that made no sense, like a single cop with no family that lives in a giant house that seemed like it may have been three stories with, like, a thousand bedrooms. He was on the tape. I guess he, yeah, I guess he was a crooked cop, so maybe he could afford a mini mansion. But I highly doubt it. Oh, and how about the front end of a car gets totaled, and then in the next scene we see the car, it's completely fixed. Not a scratch on it. What? How is that possible? It's not. It's not. Super contrived, ridiculous plot, which was not that badly acted. But when the lines the cast have to deliver are as bad as this, the world's greatest actors could not make this convincing. Please just stop, Liam. Please stop making these bad action movies. Make more movies like Made in Italy instead. Oh, fuck, I hate you right now. Me too. This was a predictable rage.
1: Okay, so... If you like endless gun cocking, obvious, predictable stories, car chases that allow cops to either miss seeing suspects in plain sight, or magically and unnaturally find random suspects where it makes no sense for them to find them, well, this movie's for you. Does that sound like humor?
2: Absolutely. Okay. There we go. This
1: is the Invisible Man equivalent of Liam Neeson movies, and also was released the same year. What a surprise. Not since seeing Invisible Man this year, have I seen a film that has a director show how stupid he feels the viewers are when they're watching a movie. This is a made for TV, 25 minute plot. They seem to stretch into a 90 minute movie. I don't even know where to start. I just don't. It started to become stupid. Oh wait, I know where it was. The very first scene, when Liam Neeson meets Kate Walsh's character with fantastic made-for-TV dialogue that was so intense, I fell in love with cinema all over again. And by that, I mean barf. Barf. The bad cops are the stupidest cops ever put into a movie, killing and leaving evidence wherever they go, thinking anyone anywhere would believe that evidence didn't exist anywhere, ever. Recently, they literally solved, and this is not part of the movie, this is real facts, people. Literally, just solved a 30-year-old crime via DNA evidence, not available even five years ago. There's a whole new testing that they can do, and someone got off for it. But evidence dropped everywhere at every location cannot be found, or at least they ignore evidence exists in this film's reality. Plus, a senior cop who gives all his secret evidence away to the people he suspects may be the actual bad guys? Like, I'm just like, what? I could go on and on and on and on about how awful this movie was. What
0: about the gunfight where they're both just basically shooting at nothing over and over again? Yeah.
1: (laughs) But first, I have to challenge Bryce on this to go back and watch the fucking terrible movie made for in Italy. It was a true horrifying rage. And I want him to rewatch it with new eyes and rate it a rage. It is due when we can finally get Liam Neeson on our doubted list where he belongs because this movie proves that he is either making action romance films that suck or terrible love stories that should never be love stories that suck. I will not, and I repeat this now, I will not be ever seeing another Liam Neeson movie as long as he or I live. The only good thing in this movie was the amazing acting by Tazzy the dog. I don't even Gets remember. a Liam Neeson, is doubted, no matter what Bryce thinks, rage. Best line, Tom. Yes, it's me on the telephone
0: yes that was actually awesome <laughs> another point where i laughed out loud that was the
1: yeah, yeah i was laughing out loud at how bad the movie was yeah. so murray Ooh, who else
0: would it be maybe it just was like this just movie. one thing what he can't be on the doubted list because he has a mondo in his last eight what widows
1: no that was a man mondo he was a man mm,
0: mondo oh, you're dumb okay by the way Plus, he had *Made in Italy* on his on the which list, which is
1: a rage.
0: And he had *Ordinary Love*.
1: Well, there was that was two Mez back those to are, back. If you would make it a rage, in his last,
0: no, back to back Mez
1: has the same rules. Yes, as, I know. But if *Made in Italy*, which is a rage, which it should be, oh, it's not, he though. would be on the list.
0: But it's not. It is. Anyways, those those terrible. three movies alone, that's not the work of someone who is doubted.
1: No, I'm not No,
0: he, every. I'm not arguing with you. He has made some. Total crap. Like no. some of the worst freaking movies You're just that wrong. I've seen made in, in Italy is not years.
1: a man. It's a rage.
0: But watch it again. Some just stuff. watch it again, please. Just
1: watch it's it again. I don't it. know what you were channeling. Your thirteen year old girl that loves love stories that make no sense. You a picture of Italy is wrong. not a man. It's just a picture of fucking Italy. It was a pretty movie to look at. No, I like it wasn't. This. That's enough because I hate Liam Neeson. I'm never watching it movie. And I like the
0: outdoor movie theater that was in it. That was the, the where they sat down in the courtyard. I've seen the it movie. in
1: real life. It's not that exciting. Doesn't it was, get a Matt mon- yeah. or Armando. Yeah, I liked it. It was no, good. It's terrible. All right. Well, Murray, I think you are right. You might have liked
2: this one better. Better than the one I saw. That's for sure. Yes.
1: Better. So we're gonna get to see the uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner of the weekend for me, which was Dave. Not coming back. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Two high level scuba divers and longtime friends, or who are longtime friends, Don and Dave broke a world record for depth in the. I'm going to fuck this up. Yep. Boozmangat cave in. South Africa.
0: Nailed it.
1: I'm so good sometimes. You didn't nail it. It would take... Oh, I didn't nail it? Oh, okay. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) It would take them 15 minutes to reach the bottom, but 12 hours to reach the top. And with a dead body. Yes. And it's a documentary. So first off, they lied to us, as Bryce had alluded to. Not going to say much more to spoil anything, but they did lie. Okay. Now that we've covered that... This film is to diving, in my opinion, what Free Solo was to climbing. I learned a ton about a sport that I will never do in my life. The visuals of the deep dives are breathtaking, literally breathtaking. It is hard to talk about this film without giving the film away, but the suspense in this film is not whether Dave lives or he doesn't in this monumental dive, because you know that pretty much from the title. And about 10 minutes into the film, it's already a spoiler. But there is a suspense that slowly builds through this entire film for all the other divers and what will happen to them. The director brings the intensity of what is a deadly hobby. And you know that this diving thing is not safe and it is not a safe world that they live in. This film has everything I hoped it would be, an amazing doc filled with intensity and delivers surprises and tears right up to the very end gets a i ain't motherfucking diving in south africa anytime ever mondo my favorite line the safest thing a diver can do on a dive is not
0: dive yep what'd you say uh pretty much exactly what you said for the most part i don't think i'm spoiling it by saying what i'm gonna say but i'm, no, just, you're, I'm gonna say you're it anyways not. so uh good doc i let's see well you mentioned that you learned a lot about deep dives and the tremendous risks involved as did i um, lots of interesting bits to, to digest in this one. The intensity was well captured by the filmmakers as we stressed about whether Don would resurface alive. I mean, I would say the same about Dave, but from the title of the film, I think we all knew he was a goner. Mm-hmm. And 10 minutes in, you know he's a goner anyways. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was uh, what a lot more documentaries should do. Focus on a moment in time and tell that story. Focus on Focus, that. people. The film did that very well. This was a story I never would have come across if it wasn't for this film. So I'm glad that it made its way to me. Uh, Dave Not Coming Home was Mondo. Yes, it was. Interesting, though, because remember
1: when originally when you saw this, you are kind of like, I don't know if I want to see Dave not coming back.
0: I watched the trailer and I was like, eh, It doesn't nah, look that it's, good. It's, I don't know. I, you're like yeah no we can definitely squeeze it in between these which other two we movies. did and i'm going really we're gonna go three movies and you're <laughs> yeah like, i made yeah! you stay up till 12:30 that night i know and then i had to work in the morning wine 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 but you but know what last two or the yeah last two last movies two so movies were great,
1: great. Yeah. so in, interesting because just a little bit about this documentary yes. so and uh, because the film is called dave not coming back you kind of have a hint that he's not coming he's not back. back even but though he it, kinda does. we kind of talked a little bit about this after the film this film in particular it it doesn't take a trip that you would traditionally see from this type of documentary like no. i was as i'm watching it i was kind of thinking to myself okay do i like what they're doing here like did i want to see more surprises as they went? like they could have done this doc differently they could have had us not know that Dave comes back. And the movie would have been a completely different... would have different, been totally different. But it was. But I thought they did... I, what they did bring us still brought me so much joy. Yeah.
0: And there was a tremendous amount of suspense, even though we knew Dave wasn't coming back. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> so he, right? So it's, it, was, it was really well done. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Ten minutes in, I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. And then by the time we were like 40 minutes in, I was, you know, digging my fingernails into my chair a little bit, into the, you know, into the armrests. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was like, yeah, no, that was solid. That was really solid.
1: And I, this is like, I don't know how many years in the making because this came well, out sort of relatively recently, but it, we don't.
0: Yeah, I think it's, so everything started like 2004. Is that when yeah. it disappeared? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're talking like, you know, 16 years to see the light of day and it looks like they've, they were doing a lot of stuff. It seems in 2018. So maybe, I don't maybe know don't, why yeah. there was like this big gap before they decided, but you know, what? I'm so just, glad, I'm it, just glad it got to me and, yeah. if, and they did it well. Good. Good.
1: Well, you know what I feel like yeah, other than, like other than
2: cookies. I always feel like cookies.
0: I don't like cookies. You're dumb. You got sugar in it. But
1: let's motherfucking dance.
0: Yeah, all right. Uh,
1: Streaming. Motherfucker dreaming. We did a bunch of streaming. Bryce, what the hell did we do? Streaming. Murray, did you stream some stuff other than TV that you normally do? No streaming. The Tale of that would be the
0: trial the
1: trial that too it's also a tale
0: oh well i guess it is a it tale. is a tale
1: it's but it's the trial of chicago seven the which tale we saw on of
0: the trial the tale of the, of the trial 7. of
1: chicago seven on netflix the story of seven people on trial stemming from various charges surrounding the ups uprising Ah, uh, the nineteen sixty eight Democratic National Convention in Chicago, Illinois, and this is directed and written by Aaron Sorkin. It stars Eddie Redmayne, Alec Sharp, Sasha Baron Cohen, and my boy
0: Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Don't forget John Carroll Lynch.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's there. Whatever. <laughs> he's awesome. I'm going to
0: talk about him in my talk part about of the it review. for an hour. He's I'm going to talk about for half my review because sure. I think this guy's awesome.
1: So every actor in this film is and was awesome in this movie the story being a biopic does not have a great chance of getting a great review just so everybody knows to begin with as guess what it's a biopic (laughs) and the fact that this story was hollywoodized as i like to say the courtroom action was solid the story was well put together i like the film a lot but mostly for the story it tells fight the man Story I did really like but found too many characters and too much was missed. Should have made this a miniseries instead of a film. I did like it and I liked all the characters. But it gets a Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Sasha Baron Cohen are always awesome. But this
0: movie is a high man. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this movie. I know, right? I... I think it might be Mondo, but let's just It's not. I think it might be. It's no, it's not. I have some serious problems with it though. Yes,
1: of course. Okay, as soon as you start off with I have some serious problems, it's instantly not a Mondo, bitch. But
0: what if what if those what if the 90% of it I liked is so good? You
1: gave something a rage from the last three minutes of a movie once. So the the fact there was problems in this movie. It does not deserve a mondo. If you give this a mondo It's another one of your candy. It's like your. it's Halloween this week right now. Fucking giving candy bars and and suckers. Yeah, whatever. Mondo for
0: you. Mondo for you.
1: Meh for terrible movies. Oh, my God, dude. This was not a Mondo. But please tell me more about why you think it might be a mondo
0: this was a hard one for me to review as 90 percent of this was very 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 good the problems i had with the first 90 percent were minor such as i felt the overall appearance of the film was perhaps a little too glossy and mm-hmm. should have had a little more grit to mm-hmm. it the dialogue was almost too perfect yes to hollywood eyes to the point that it was slightly unnatural it was very unnatural however these are minor quips The performances were great from the entire cast, which was an all-star one. Sasha Baron Cohen was a standout as Abby Hoffman, but the rest of the cast was very good as well. Would also like to mention the performance of Mr. John Carroll Lynch as John Dellinger. This guy is just so solid in every role that I've ever seen him in. He is the definition of a supporting character Mm. as he is the glue that holds not just this, but every movie that he's in together.
1: Should we call him the glue man? He's the
0: glue glue man. John, the glue, John Carroll, the the glue glue man. I don't know. Glue man. Uh, Maybe maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, He doesn't upstage anyone. He just comes in and shines in his own way. I love that guy. He's glued. I tell you. Anyhow, back to the trial of Chicago 7. Apart from the overly polished, glossy exterior of this film, which is sort of what director, writer Aaron Sorkin does, I, I loved a lot of it. But then the last act took place, mm-hmm. and the theatrics were so over the top. Mm-hmm. Check that. Like, so, so way, mm. way over the top. Any
1: red manes? Speech Uh, to the judge at the end didn't even happen in real life, buddy. And if you give uh, this a Mondo.
0: That ending almost killed this one for me. Yeah, it's a mess. But as an overall experience, it was very, very good. Was it Mondo?
1: No, it fucking wasn't.
0: I mean, a grittier portrayal would have had a more lasting effect on me. But this was still very, very good. Did the first 90% of it. No. Because honestly, did you
1: do fact checks on this movie after the fact? Because I did. I know there's there's some holes. so much that there's I, holes in. I get that. We don't. We've talked about this. It was you so can't good. take a biopic and make it what it's not. How about you just tell the story? They could have done this as a mini series, and we would have got the real story, not the story that Aaron Sorkin wanted us to know. I enjoyed it this, a lot. Oh no! Should you pretend it didn't happen in real life? Because then, yeah, go ahead. It was good. Yeah, it was good. The ending was not. The, ending, the Hollywoodization of this film was not good. It, it was, was too be, Hollywoodized. It was
0: very glossy. Yeah, gloss a, up, baby. It was a pretty picture. Okay, let's
1: have it. I'm tired of listening to you hum and ha on this meh film.
0: Sorry, what did you say? It's a meh. I think you said it was a high meh.
1: I did say it was a high meh because the acting was all stellar.
0: The acting was so good.
1: Go, give it to me, baby. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: It was a high math.
1: There you go. Thank motherfucking God. All right.
0: All right. Now let's get on to something else. Yeah, please. Something completely different.
1: This is going to make me rage. Are you
0: ready sir Jim?
1: I'm so, I've am never been more ready in my life. Because we
0: are about to talk about Mr. Adam Sandler's latest release on Netflix. Uh,
1: yeah, Murray. Actually, before he talks about this, can we please... Yeah, thank you. Can we just talk about the fact that he has people that he loves, and it doesn't matter what the movie is. I don't love Adam he Sandler. Just, he, he's got Ben Affleck up him. his ass. Yep. Now he has Adam Sandler because he made a good movie twice. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and Mark Ruffalo...
0: Dude, okay, let's hear about Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween is another underdog comedy from Adam Sandler. Already it sounds terrible. It is about a man named Hubie that has taken it upon himself to save Halloween and ultimately his town. The first half hour was mildly amusing, with Hubie being mocked by the townspeople to varying comedic effectiveness... Then it bogs down as the repeating jokes that were funny become a little less funny. The movie suffers from its running time, 103 minutes was not necessary, this should have been a tight 80 minute movie. At 103 minutes, the jokes were not as effective as there was a lot of setup for little payoff. Tighten that up and forget the long drawn out setups and you would add a more entertaining movie. Still, I did not hate this movie and a lot of people implied that I should have. People have said that this was the fulfilled promise that Sandler had made when promoting Uncut Gems. He threatened the world that if he did not get an Oscar for Uncut Gems that he would make the worst comedy ever made for Netflix in an attempt to torture us. If this is that movie, it failed miserably, as it's not that bad and in fact is impossible that this is that movie as this film wrapped up production in august of 2019 long before Ut-con- uncut gems was even released and long before any oscar buzz for his portrayal of howard ratner in said movie so all you can so all you conspiracy theorists just shut This is not an intentionally awful movie. In fact, this is not an awful movie at all. It has some funny bits. Steve Buscemi and Rob Schneider were funny. The cameo from Shaquille O'Neal was funny. The red herring side plot worked. Mm. As I was wondering how these seemingly unconnected stories would connect, I liked the twist ending even though it was fairly predictable. And don't forget about Hubie's Swiss Army Thermos. That thing was amazing. That thermos itself made this worth watching. Once again, Mr. Sandler has made another untimely. I'm sorry, I can't do my uh, Adam Sandler has made an ultimately forgettable but mildly entertaining movie that was meh. I'm finished, you can talk now.
2: Jim is just speechless right now, he's stunned. He can't even talk.
0: Steve Buchemi would So
2: good. let me just say, having not seen this,
0: uh, you can't looking really at say the it description,
2: anyway. Adam Sandler, Kevin James and Rob Schneider, you said, was in it? Yep. Yes. All I needed was David Spade to be Grown Ups 3. I know. I was
0: so sure that David Spade wasn't. I thought, he was, I thought he was the killer because I had the yellow, the, the blonde hair. Maybe. Oh, I'm spoiling stuff. Okay, forget Maybe. I said that. Maybe. Yeah, there, there's you. a killer? Yeah. No, but no. So, a, by all means, <clears throat> feel free to tear it apart.
1: Yeah, so Adam Sandler, I understand, was mad he didn't get an Oscar. And so he said, supposedly... He would make the worst movie ever made. He did. And but the just like work. his quest for an Oscar, he failed miserably. Yep. It's close to the worst movie ever made, but that title still goes to Nine Lives, which holds that title still and is truly awful. Should have gotten awful. An and to, in what reality would Adam Sandler's Overall, character.
0: Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever.
1: In what reality. Would Adam Sandler's character in this movie ever get a date, let alone hook up with someone, annoys me more than anything. At times, he doesn't even know what reality he's in. He get, like, he's just, the whole movie, imagine Adam Sandler in his stupid, annoying voice when he makes, which I, like... Five minutes into it, I wanted yep. to punch him in the face because it's his voice isn't funny. It's just fucking annoying. No, it's not. It's a comedy. It's ter- No, it wasn't funny. It was just a grating on my nerves. I had some funny bits. No. Shaquille O'Neal was you funny. You get the picture. He is a heavily, heavily, highly spectrum individual. You're lucky for us to still get an unexpected Adam Sandler and his stupid voice is not funny. Adam, the only funny dum-dum in a horror movie is Dewey, and you are not funny at all, ever. Only good thing about this movie was we got Shaq back into the theaters. Nice. And Ernest Scared Stupid is the only mondo for stupid Halloween
0: movies. I I concur. Ernest Scared Stupid is so good. It's so good. Especially when he's calling everybody Booger Lips.
1: Exactly. Booger Lips is the best. (laughs) Favorite line... And actually, it's not a favorite line. It's just the only line of this movie. Yep. You want some soup? Or maybe not. (laughs) It was so good. Uh, Pretty much that described the whole movie. Do you want some soup? Swiss Army Thermos, man. Congratulations, Kevin James. You are back on your way to I'm making the doubted. the doubted list again.
0: Oh, he's got a long Only way to go. seven
1: films to go, yeah. and you're there, buddy.
0: Although he pumps them out pretty,
1: pretty Can rapidly. Can Kevin James yes. and Adam Sandler please go back to making a dramatic roles?
0: Because and stop making movies together. If yeah. his next one's a mad, though, it'll be another bunch of movies. Because you know, I gave this a mad. No, but I gave it a rage. Doesn't matter. My meh cancels out your rage. Oh, yes. Do you not know the rules? I'm trying to
1: pretend they don't exist because the things you're giving out meh is just, ugh. And you know, a friend of mine advised me I should see this stone because I would think it's funnier. And I was, and I didn't find it funny. <laughs> and that's that's a real test. So what does that tell you? Yes. Ugh. The mortuary collection. Oh, Let's we're talk moving about on?
0: that. You don't want to talk
1: about Hebele? No, I don't anymore? want to talk about that terrible movie. He's literally five minutes into the movie and he's doing that stupid stupid voice that he does all the time but Murray he normally does that for like five minutes he did it through the whole fucking but movie was it, it was
0: funny he's riding through town they're throwing stuff at him and then as the movie goes along they're like throwing bigger stuff Shut at up. him it's hilarious
2: yeah no no well, thanks you, you
1: thought that was funny but you didn't think the old people throwing tomatoes at the guy at the grocery store and grandpa that, was not funny yeah, it wasn't, that was, it was funny awesome. that wasn't
0: funny at all it, it was, was funny
1: Awesome. okay the mortuary collection okay so let's just back this up back Hubie it up. Hubie Halloween we saw on Netflix we did the Trial of Chicago 7 we saw on Netflix. We did. Then we saw the Mortuary Collection, which was on... Shutter. Shutter. Ding, ding. Cute. <laughs> that was perfect, by the way. <laughs> Cute Tales from the Crypt, kind of, type shorts package. I found the shorts got more progressive and more intense Ooh. and graphic.
0: You're checking out
1: my notes. Which I liked a lot. I love how when it started, I was kind of like, yeah, that's cute. It's kind of cute as it started. And by the time the last, I guess clip or short as part of the package was playing, I'm like, this is motherfucking scary. Good times. I liked each segment and found I liked each subsequent segment better than the previous one. Gets high, high, meh. For getting better as you go satiating my thirst
0: for bloody good time
1: cool shutters back in the game boys
0: yes yeah, every now and then. I, I, you know what they they, they kind of have little streaks where it's like good 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 ah! then, like, then it's like god awful god awful it's, you god know what awful. it is
1: it's kind of when they 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 like they find these low budget films that somebody made in their basement yeah. and they don't have content. When they bring like international films that are it's new, they're usually, usually always usually good. they're usually stellar. Yeah. And this this was just a really pleasant surprise to
0: me. Let's start with. I love Clancy Brown. Oh yeah. He's, <laughs> he was very good in this as in everything he does. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that we got the a bit of a This is us. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay then.
0: I also like the fact that we got a bit of variety in the tales that were told within this horror anthology. We got some creatures. We got some zombies. We got some body horror. It was quite the buffet of terror. Delicious. Uh, There is a bit of an ascension with each tale. The intensity is ramped up a little more with every story. Once again, I don't know why you keep on copying my notes. (laughs) Um... I enjoyed this quite a bit. My overall impression as the credits rolled was uh, that was a fairly enjoyable movie. It was a meh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's meh week on the podcast today, people. It's meh. Okay. Well, so what's the last one we saw? We saw Borat's subsequent movie film on Prime. So I was kind of looking forward to this, I think. Me too. Thank you for not including me on this. You're welcome. You're very welcome. (laughs) So Borat, subsequent movie film is exactly what you were subsequent expecting. Subsequent movie film. If you like the first film, Borat, Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit, Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan, <laughs> then you will like this. <laughs> if you did not, then you won't like this. <laughs>
2: That's pretty much I it. want to hear
0: him say it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say... Wait, can you tell us the titles of those again? Just one, one more time. Bor- what was last movie
0: called? His last movie was called, <laughs> was called Borat, Cultural S- Learnings of America for Benefit... Oh, I messed it up this time. (laughs) I'm doing it one more time. I think I can bat 666. Let's do it. I love Satan. Borat. (laughs) Cultural learnings of America for make benefit, glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Ha. Nailed it. And subsequent movie film. And subsequent movie film. All right. So, Sasha Baron cohen once again challenges whether you can make a joke about anything he pushes the limits of absurdity and taste with his offensive yet provocative brand of humor not every joke will work Some will misfire terribly, (laughs) while others will stick the landing. The climax of the film with Rudy Giuliani is both (laughs) cringe-inducing and hilarious. Even I heard about that. All at the same time.
1: It's everywhere.
0: I am glad that there are people still making this type of movie in an era of political correctness and fear that every move and every joke you make will impact your career. The fact that Sasha Baron Cohen does not care what anybody else thinks and continues to make offensive, ridiculous, downright filthy, yet provocative material, gives me the hope that we may get through these times without becoming a world full of sheep. Sasha Baron Cohen, keep up the good fight, but maybe make a slightly better movie next time. Meh.
1: <laughs> uh Borat gets better each time you see him.
0: Mm, No, he doesn't. If
1: you thought bo Rad alone was funny, add a caged daughter and you've got a special gift for the vice president or maybe Mr. Giuliani and maybe a lawsuit from Donald Trump's lawyer. Also... So great to see our Prime Minister so prominently represented in this film as a racist, blackface-wearing hypocrite. Yeah,
0: like in the first minute.
1: Yeah, it was perfect. I could not stop laughing. Favorite line, these gypsy tears will keep you safe. Or make a for of this Nazi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> although Never I good stuff.
1: Although I laughed a lot. There was not the same level of intensity and humor that we got from the first Bo-Rat. I laughed the entire part. Like, to me, the first first Bo-Rat was a Mondo. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) So for that reason, (laughs) it only gets a cage-your-daughter family-friendly mess. (laughs)
0: Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. But seriously, it's just good that he's still yeah. making stuff that any nobody else is going to make this. Yeah, only Sasha Baron Cohen.
1: I, so here's okay. So here, and this is going to lead. And maybe very, like
0: maybe like Ricky Gervais would would be able to do something yeah, close th- to this. I think but. you're
1: probably right. Ricky Gervais could probably do something pull this off. Yeah. But here, okay, this is actually going to lead very nicely into my rage because here you have a comedic genius, I'm going to call him a comedic genius. He's got some he some of the stuff he's done over the years has been fantastic. But he's also one of the best dramatic actors of our time. He's been in in movies where like you don't even know it's him. Like I've seen movies and I'm like I had to go back and I'm like, "That was Sasha Baron Cohen. I did yeah. not know." Like when I first saw Hugo, I was like, yeah. "I didn't know it was Sasha Baron Cohen until like Three quarters of the movie into it, and I'm like, this guy can act his self out of a paper bag. And when
0: he does choose those roles, he always chooses like he's very particular, it seems, with yes. what he does.
1: But but it's it's not the same character. He played Abby Hoffman in the trial yep. of Chicago 7. Oh, I know. And then he plays fucking Borat. Rat. Yep. And then he like he's just he's such a chameleon. I think I I absolutely love him. Uh, and even if he's going to make a terrible movie I will still go see it. Yep. Marie, I take it you don't like Sasha Baron
2: Cohen. Not especially. You've dragged me to a couple of his movies. Yes, I. I don't have. mind when he's not like over the top. Like his uh what you call it his his show, his TV show.
0: Ali G. Ali G? Yeah. I, Baby? Did,
2: I didn't mind that character, but it's like yeah. Anyway. Mm. I, what was that brothers movie we had to go? You took me to. Oh, brothers
1: Grimsby. I think it's it's made my top
2: comedic movies of all time. I thought it was one of the
1: stupidest things ever. It's literally the funniest movie. Him and our one of friend Josh loved Awful. it,
2: and I just like whatever. I don't know. He anyway. it.
1: I loved everything. Elephant semen everywhere. It's like Hated literally it. so funny. You're dumb, and so that doesn't anyway.
0: matter. Hated it. Yeah,
2: well, to each his own. Not a big fan of Borat, but.
1: Vision
2: blurring.
1: Rage taking over. My rage this week is great dramatic actors. I changed it up a bit. It's going to throw Bryce a little bit of a curveball. But I'm sticking with my original plan, which was dramatic actors doing comedy roles in comedies that are not funny and destroying my love of them so much. Like what? Like what? I talked about it already in this. Number one, Adam Sandler. I, every dramatic role he's in, I absolutely love. I think he's a great dramatic actor. Every comedy he's made, other than Happy Gilmore, makes me want to punch him in the face every time.
0: That's the only part of the thing. Everything's movie I
1: liked. terrible. He's <laughs> awful. He's not funny. Waterboy. stand up. No. It was terrible.
0: Wedding singer.
1: It was terrible. No. What? Terrible, terrible, terrible. And then let's talk about our recently undoubted. Yep. Or undoubted. How do you. Un undoubted. Is that, is, that, is, uh, do- no, is that the number of uns? The how many negatives do I have to put in? The recently removed from our doubted list, Kevin James. Yes. I hated him in everything. Sorry, Murray. I didn't really watch him in his TV show, so I can't really judge him from that.
0: He, he had a out. TV but show. But
1: every every single movie i've seen him in he's terrible it's awful the plots are terrible the scripts are terrible. everything's terrible but then he did it a dramatic but then he role. did becky yep. and i'm like dude and actually i should give him props for his hubie halloween because even though that movie was completely terrible and rage filled kevin, kevin james as a dr- he was not being funny he was being the straight man the entire movie. Yeah, and he, he was—he did a—he stel- did a stellar—he did a stellar job as the straight man. He did. So, okay, Kevin James, if you're going to do comedies, just be the straight man, and don't make—as Marie said—do not make movies with Adam Sandler. It's going to destroy your career for future. Find someone else to attach <sighs> yourself to, and stop doing it. My rage is not long because I—I I don't really want to talk about these people, but I will. I do not want to see Adam Sandler comedies ever again. I can't believe Adam But Adam I will see him.
0: Part of both in, our rages It's crazy.
1: Yeah, isn't that, isn't Amazing that funny? That and happens. yet you gave him a man. So yeah. let me pass the baton to you because maybe you'll strike up my rage even more. But I, I telling you right now, I do not want to see good dramatic actors in terrible comedies. Ah,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's hear what you got. My rage this week is sheep on the internet that gets so much traction that people believe the crap that they are spewing. The latest example is every schmo with a keyboard or walk-around phone posting that Hubie Halloween was Adam Sandler's revenge movie to the Academy Awards. As mentioned, the timeline makes that impossible, with Hubie Halloween wrapping up production before Uncut Gems was even released. That makes this theory completely bogus, and by the way, for those of you that are waiting for the revenge movie, that it's the worst comedy ever, you'll be waiting a long time as I guarantee Sandler is not going to make intentionally a bad movie. Sure, he'll make some bad movies, but none of them will be intentional. Remember a time when a joke was a joke? The fact that anyone took Adam Sandler's statement seriously shows how ridiculous the times we live in are. That is my rage.
1: Well, I want to say maybe he did and maybe he didn't even though your timeline could be factual i haven't fact checked it. it is yet. factual but what i'm going to say is that he may have he may have already seen the movie and saw how terrible it is the only thing wrong in his statement was that it's not the worst movie ever made it's nine lives which i've already told you all so he he's lying right off the bat
0: he was, but it was pretty damn no, terrible No, he wasn't see don't be a sheep he wasn't lying he was making a joke jim but see, I already talked about the
1: fact that Adam Sandler's not funny. So I didn't get his joke. That just proves my point. Just, Adam Sandler's not we'll, funny. will just
0: lump you in and with the And his movies sheep are terrible.
1: Call me a sheep. Adam Sandler bah. is not funny. Bah. And his comedy movies are terrible. Bah.
0: He hasn't made a funny
1: comedy movie in 20 some years. Bah. But Adam Sandler, I'll see him in dramatic roles every time. It's no, great. In dramatic roles. Eh. In dramatic roles. Every now and then he makes his, makes a little mute Bryce because he's going to talk more about <laughs> how good Adam Sandler is in terrible comedies which aren't
0: funny. Anyways, m- the good thing is I just don't is- understand how anybody can't take a joke anymore, and anybody can't actually see see when someone is joking. It's just I a take weird. A joke when they're funny. It, it's a weird society <laughs> that we live in, when he's obviously just making a joke you know what if if i don't get the oscar i'm gonna give you the worst movie ever made well that's that's a joke well we know
1: that because i've already said nine lives is the worst movie so he knew he didn't make a movie worse than that
0: no but he said he was going to
2: maybe he tried
0: maybe he hired the scriptwriter of Nine Stupid Lives thing is and said he "Do you're never damnedest. gonna
2: win the oscar
0: why not he why not well
2: King phoenix had it locked from like december
0: oh and did you see uncut
2: gems no, I didn't see oh, the one of those oh, and I guess you don't know. That has zero to do well, with how good the movie was, is. But
1: I do have to agree. It has I don't every, think everything he was, to do with,
2: with the Academy. Nothing I don't think do he deserved the
1: Oscar, personally. No. But yeah, whatever. it was good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Rage subsiding. Speaking of funny. Boss. Slowing.
2: Anger fading. All right. Time to let these guys cool down a bit. I declare... <laughs> All right. Uh, This week being Halloween and all, I thought I'd share some of the best vampire films that I've ever seen. Didn't they already talk about this? No, that you need to check out.
0: Ooh, is Twilight on it? No. Oh.
2: I have previously described in great detail how awesome Lost Boys is, so I left that one out.
0: Twilight Eclipse But Wait
1: a minute. Can we just back up the Merman minute just for a sec? Keep the music going. But what did we talk about on our Halloween episode? I talked about Lost Boys. No, but didn't you did you just talk about Lost Boys? Yeah, I didn't
2: I didn't talk about every vampire movie. The whole list? Movie.
1: Oh good. Well then I'm I, even more
2: excited now. I prefaced why I was a, va- a fan of vampire movies. I listed ah, two or three that got me into vampires. Sweet.
1: So we now we're gonna get the these, Merman list?
2: Yeah. Well, yes and no. Oh, fuck, uh, I'm so you might excited. be surprised by some of these actually. But
1: wait, is number one still Lost Boys? Yes.
2: Okay, good. So it's not on Sorry.
1: List, carry so. on.
0: Alright. Is number
2: two Twilight? First we have No Yakuza Apocalypse. What? 2015. It is delicious. It was a SIF midnight screening. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was subtitled which, you know, put me at a disadvantage because I don't like those kind, but it just it just the synopsis, it, basically the yakuza boss is also a vampire. And then he's like dying, so while he's dying, he basically bites his second in command. Yes, he does. And then the new guy has to learn how to become a vampire.
0: I believe it was based on a true story.
2: There you go. Directed by Takeshi Mike. No, it's Takeshi Takashi Mike. It's got two eyes. Mike. Miki. Japanese. Mike. Mike. Whatever. 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 Second, also a SIF screening. Daybreakers. I
0: 2010.
2: Daybreakers. With Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe. I really like that movie. Sam Neill.
0: It's a good movie.
2: Directed by the Spirits, i assuming brothers. Uh, basically, in the 2019, which seems a year ago now, uh, a plague has transformed almost every human into vampires. Did that
0: take place in 2019? That's what they said. Cool.
2: Uh, this is 2010. It was out, though. Yeah, I know. Faced with a dwindling blood supply, the dominant race has to figure out how to survive. Meanwhile, a researcher is trying to basically save humankind. And it was awesome. It was good. It was delicious. Next up, you might like this one. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Murray, yeah. these are mov- movies that, that you love? That's what I said. You might be surprised. I'm su- this is two movies that have subtitles. Because they are about vampires. Oh. This one I vaguely recall. I remember it was in black and white. It was very good. And it was the first Iranian, yeah, it was Iranian. vampire western ever made.
0: You in, saw that, didn't you? I did. And the good.
2: Ghost Town, uh, Bad City, which I'm sure exists. A place that reeks of death and loneliness The townspeople are unaware they're being stalked by a lonesome vampire, which is a girl.
0: Oh, yeah. Sweet. I, I, don't, girl. I don't understand what's going on right now, Murray. I like every oh, selection so far. just hold so on far. your
2: horses here.
0: <laughs> it's going to get worse.
2: Let the right one... I can't one... even make
0: fun of you. <laughs> That's
2: right. Oh, wait. That, that part's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Let the right one in. Oh, oh so, so good. good. 2008, the original. What is going on here? was, I will tell you, my first year with the Calgary International Film Festival.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And if you don't know the plot already, basically a 12-year-old boy befriends a mysterious young girl who to be a vampire, basically. It's
1: made a lot of our lists all the time. We talk Christ. about it.
2: It's so good. All right, now it's time to make fun of me. Now to make fun <laughs> of the myrrh. Here's the top three, which are pure Hollywood schlock, which I love. Well, all we already right, talked right. about Lost Boys. We like that one. Okay, the next nah, one is like John Carpenter's Vampire. It's awesome. That's it's John Carpenter. Right. It's fun. John
0: Carpenter. That's Mother all you gotta Carp- know. Got and James Woods. Jimmy Woods. Yeah, got no problem with that.
2: And one of the bald ones, the fat one. Fat Baldwin. fat Baldwin. And Thomas Ian Griffith, who you should change may not know was Baldwin. the bad guy from Karate Kid 3. But Yeah, and it was awesome. It was bloody. It was violent. It was I'm sorry, Daniel. James
0: Woods. I'm sorry, Daniel. Jimmy which Baldwin are you? I'm, I'm the, the fat, fat one.
2: He is. Look at them all. He's the fat one. <laughs> like, Stephen and William are like identical well, twins. They're they've all skinny. They've all gotten
0: kind of fat. Did well, you just yeah, see now, William in the... the uh, Talking about in the 90s yeah, okay.
2: Daniel was always fat I'm going to shut the up other guys He were likes skinny. chocolate
1: bars Why not
2: Then we got One of my favorites Is this Un- number two? Well no. I forgot we're not really there numbered. were four
0: bald ones uh,
2: Underworld Talking about the first one I loved them all But the first one was The first one's amazing. the best and Underworld was, was good Kate Beckinsale Ugh Kicking dicks. That's all you gotta know. She's, and dressed she's. in tight leather. She's
1: delicious. And she she's falls in love with a guy who becomes
2: like a werewolf. So yeah. it's like and Michael Sheen is phenomenal as always.
1: Murray, your list is fantastic. I right. love your
0: list until you're number one. And the last
2: one I know you're gonna hate this one.
0: It's Lost Boys.
2: No. I said Lost Boys isn't in this. Oh. Okay. What is it? that's already the number one of all time. Oh, okay. Oh,
0: God. This is Interview with the Vampire. It's
1: not terrible. I liked it. It's not terrible.
2: It's It's got some plot issues because I've actually- It's good, Murray. I like it. I've actually read the book, so I know it's got some issues. And yeah, I, like many other people, had a problem with Tom Cruise being cast as Lestat, but that quickly faded once he actually showed up on the screen. I'm like- he was awesome.
1: He was awesome. <laughs> hey, wait! Now I know what Christian Slater's best movie is.
2: There you, there go. you go. That's uh, not his but yeah, best. So, movie. Yes, if you is. like vampires like I do, check these movies
0: out.
1: Murray, I fully approve your entire list. Gee, I approve thanks.
0: for every single one except for the last one. Yeah, well. Well, you, you're buddy. dumb because Anne Rice is a brilliant That's writer. Right. Screw you, buddy. Yeah. That screw doesn't you. mean that it was a brilliant movie.
1: It was great. Okay. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> the
0: lists.
1: The, list. the lists. So we can't finish on Michael Sturberg.
0: Sturberg. Sturberg.
1: Because I haven't seen Shirley. Shirley yet. And it's making me sad because I'm trying Surely everywhere. Shirley, I'm lying, but I am not. So... I am going to bring forward a Doubted this week. Okay. And I think we can all pretty much agree that is it will be Seller? a landslide.
0: I already <laughs> disagree. He, They are so not Doubted. Well, just wait. <laughs> Let okay. me tell you the movies. Let's hear the it. The first
1: one I haven't actually seen.
0: Okay. I've probably it's seen called, it. It's called,
1: I don't know if you have.
0: Well, tell me what Spinning it is. Spinning into Butter. Spinning into Butter. Is it a documentary? No, it is not. <laughs> I have not seen Spinning Into Butter. Neither
1: have I, and I don't think we're going to see it. The next one from 2008 is Smart People.
0: Smart People. Which
1: was a meh. Mm -hmm. Then 2008 was Sex and the City, which was a rage. That's a rage. The first one? Yep. Then 2009, Did You Hear About the Morgans, which was a rage. That's a meh. Okay. Well, this one will not be. Because it's *Sex in the City* too, rage. which is a rage. Then 2011 is "I don't know how she does it," rage. which was a rage. Then we have 2015's "Why have I seen all roads?" I don't know. <laughs> all roads lead to Rome, which was a rage. rage. Why have I seen? And these? then the final icing on the cake, which I don't think is even if it's a meh, she's on it, is "Here and Now." Which was from 2018, and it is a super it's a rage. magnificent rage. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker oh, is now officially so doubted. doubted.
2: Murray, unless there's anything on that list, there is one movie in her, her sorry excuse for crew I ever liked. Nothing to do with her. That was Honeymoon in Vegas. Had nothing to do with her. With Nick
0: Cage. Yes,
2: because she was okay. Nick she, makes everything. Because she was at the Sweeters. pool dressed in a bikini. Mm-hmm. So until she opened her mouth. I was okay with her. And thank God
1: we didn't have to go back to Hocus Pocus, because that's a mondo.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Put her on. (laughs) She's doubted forever. I will never see one of her
0: movies, ever. Doubted.
1: Okay, I'm so generous today. I'm going to give out a Mesmerize this week, which I've been meaning to do for a while. Let's do it. And I I don't know why he's not on our list, but John Malkovich.
0: John Malkovich isn't on our list.
2: Nope. Huh. Did we try him out for undoubted then?
0: We did, did, but he's made some bad movies. Oh, yeah. I think he's one of the few actors that can do accents and it doesn't, yeah. doesn't ever doesn't bother me. Doesn't annoy me. me. Yep, Because his, uh, his Russian gangster in, um, in um, yeah, yeah, The that. Rounders. Yep. Where he's, uh, well, he's not a gangster. He's just a guy that runs the Dude, bad guy. underground he poker. He was
2: also the best part of both Red
0: movies. Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake. Yep. Yeah, he was the best part. I, I will give you that. He was crazy. It was still two awful, awful movies. But I, yes. yep. I, I liked them both well. I'm on Team Red here. Not so much, but oh, you yeah, are he, not. So I, like am
1: a, I do like Red. And Red, Two. I like Red, Two almost as much. Almost. Oh, my goodness. I like old people having sex. And, I, and there was old people having I sex I like old that. people
2: kicking ass. That's yeah, that too. Like.
1: So is he mesmerized or is he not?
2: He is. Absolutely. All
1: right. Well. We got two that made the cut this week people. Hey. Okay.
2: All right then. Last time on Rage or Dare, Jim and Bryce yet again pulled from the newly enamored dare bag from our loyal listeners and pulled the classic Turkish film The Man Who Saved the World. No, wait, that's not it. I mean Dunyana Kurtaron Adam? I don't remember that is? <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I mean Turkish Star Wars. What? Is that a thing?
0: It is.
2: (laughs) Does this Turkish Kung Fu sci-fi masterpiece bring the international level of rage our listeners are hoping, or did the crew fall in love with this brilliant art piece of cinema? This week, Bryce can choose to pull from the dare bag, or did Turkish Star Wars scare him back into the comfort and security of Jim's succulent bag of rage? Let's check out with Bryce and see what the Turkish Star Wars had done to him first.
0: (laughs) Ah, Turkish Star Wars. To criticize Turkish Star Wars would be silly. The stealing of footage and sound from other movies made it enter- made it an entertaining romp that I wish I could have seen in a packed movie theater. Yes. The montages where we witnessed their training was tremendous.
1: Uh, wait a minute. Just stop. Pause for a second. Did you say montage, montage and, and tremendous, and in, the tremendous same in the same <laughs> sentence?
0: It falls under the so bad it was good category. And for that reason, I have no idea why it was in our dare bag. This was not the type of movie that should be in the bag. The movies that should be in the Rage Dare bag should be so bad they are painful to watch. Like Hubie Halloween. Not so bad that they are actually entertaining like Hubie Halloween. Anyhow, Turkish Star Wars was meh.
1: Okay. Well, I got a lot to say about this. Go for it. Dude. Rock punching training? Awesome. Kung Fu, Space Heroes, and Cantina Fight Off.
0: I wish we should have just got ninety minutes of. I rock. know.
1: Oh wait, did I mention that Rock Punch Training had awesome. a montage and interspecies romance yeah. plus rocks tied to your legs for additional training montage? It was awesome. There was so much montage. <laughs> I was, <laughs> in, I was having. A, I don't know if this is possible. Po- Por- possible, possible. But uh mon,
0: you're having a mongasm? <laughs> I had a mon-gasm. mondogasm. Mondogasm. <laughs> this
1: no, not mondogasm. Oh. A mongasm, like a montagegasm. Oh, montagegasm. Montagegasm. Mon- montagegasm.
0: Montage-ism. Montage-ism. Ga- mon- montagegasm. Got montage- montage- montagegasm. Montage montagegasm.
1: This had so much montage, I could not get enough. And although they talked about Star Wars ripoffs but it was the Raiders of the Lost Ark music score during training that I loved so much.
0: It was so good.
1: Was this movie terrible? Absolutely. Did I laugh at the entirety of this movie? Absolutely. This movie should have been called Turkish Enter the Dragon and the Lost Ark in Star Wars meets Flash Gordon. The funniest thing about this film is the director made this due to Turkish film board blocking U.S. blockbusters into Turkey and felt making softcore porn wasn't, un- wasn't funny enough. So we got Turkish Star Wars. Yeah. And thanks, Satan, we did. Plus, I love how the aliens take on Islam as a religion, the true religion i'm like that just came right out of
0: nowhere
1: <laughs> it was kind of like what <laughs> like hold on a minute What's these are aliens happened? and now they're they're picking one of the earthly religions yep. i love seeing the pink mascot wearing pj's battle where our hero kills the monster with his own arm after he rips it off it was just fantastic all at the same time of playing the Indiana Jones theme music in the background. Oh, and the squishing sound with every punch striking the body was so awesome. Spooch, 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 squooch. But even better was at the very end of the movie when he split the villain in half with a karate chop, causing a nuclear explosion. But wait, before that, the FX was so terrible. They, they didn't have the ability to show the cut-in-half body, so they basically took a Murray. Imagine this. They've got a dead body lying on the ground, and they just put a shadow over half of his body, <laughs> that his body was cut in half, and then put the black spot over the other side of the body to make it look like his body was cut in half was, with shadows. It was, it was beautiful. It was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. This is Turkey's version of Plan 9 from Outer Space, and so I give it an Ed Wood Honorable Mention Meh for the hilarious awfulness that it brings. Yeah, I don't. Know. I'm glad I saw it. So am I. Thank you, people who gave us this movie.
0: But I'm supposed to be raging when I these well but the but
1: our our listeners may be no, raging because no, they hated it
0: no i don't think that's what happened this time jim i think they were laughing the whole way through and said well we just want you know
1: maybe they would love us so much they, they wanted to give us a present but that
0: does not that's not so, what the bag is about
1: well it's a dare so you never know what you're gonna get it's like a bits and bites you don't know what you're getting are you, are you going back to the dare bag?
0: Yeah, I probably won't get a musical if I go back to the dare bag. So that's, mm. Although I may, I guess. You may. You may. Want the dare yeah. or you want
1: to go to... Once I to
0: take from the dare bag... Then next week to, you have to take a rage. Next time I have to take from your bag. Yes, you do. Yeah, I'll go dare bag again. All
1: right. Maybe you'll get one of your favorite movies. I
0: probably will.
1: Turkish Star Wars 2.
0: Hey, I got Phone Booth the first time. I got Turkish Star Wars. I mean, they're... It's so I got Nine Lives, I, I the got,
1: worst movie ever made. Yeah, so. no luck,
2: it'll be an Adam Sandler movie. All right, let's take a look at what we got. All right, Cabin Boy. Oh, that fucking movie's
0: terrible. I don't, is it that bad? It's that it? really bad. Is that Chris Farley? It's mm, just no, terrible. No, it's, uh, isn't it the dude from uh, the David Letterman show? Um... It was a dude from David Letterman. Yeah, it's uh Chris uh, Elliott. Chris Elliott. Oh yep. is he from
2: David Letterman?
1: Yep. Oh. It's terrible. It's really,
0: sure really is. bad. Oh, there you go. I think it'll probably be funny. Good luck with that. He's funny on David exactly. Letterman.
1: Yeah, he's pretty funny oh, well. in a couple of, isn't he also in uh I think I've Schitt's seen Creek? this,
0: but I just don't remember it. Yeah. Oh, who knows? You're probably gonna hate it. It's terrible. I think it's got one line in it that my brother quotes all the time. Yeah, maybe.
1: Well, thanks Ragers for listening.
0: Thanks, Extended Film Rage. Of Leonard
1: Conlon for artistic vision and photography via Leonard Conlon Photography. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and check out our website at filmrageyyc.com. You must remember to listen to us on Friday as we will be appearing on Best Little Horror House in Philly and George's episode, where we are going to talk about Cube. Do not forget that because it is important. We are always wanting to hear your feedback to make this a raging blast for all listeners. So please go on Apple Podcast, our website, or Podchaser and comment often. And please make us rage. Please, please. That's it for this week. Rage on.
2: Rage
0: on.